Every so often as I'm preparing a homily for a particular weekend, there comes a series of readings that I don't really appreciate when I first read them or when I first think about what they might be asking us as God's people to listen to and pay attention to. And this happens to be one of those weekends. The more that I thought about these readings, the more confused I was at first. The first reading from Deuteronomy is describing a time when Moses talks to the people of Israel and tells them that their wish is going to come true. And their wish happens to be that they no longer would be able to hear the voice of God directly or see his presence in their midst. Now, I'm not sure about you, but if I had the choice to see God's presence and to really hear his voice directly, I'd be rather happy about that, I think. In fact, I've spent most of my life wishing God were more clear to me and that I'd hear God, God's word more directly. Listening to the second reading from St. Paul certainly is also something that isn't really comforting for me as a preacher to speak to you about, you who are primarily married or formerly married or with spouses or partners, and then being told that you're not quite as blessed as the church usually tells you that you are, and Paul says that you're distracted by the things of the world. And it would be far better if you weren't. Well, that's not a very good thing to hear on a Sunday morning either, it seems to me. And then we get to this gospel story where we run into somebody who's in church who's possessed by a demon. And the demon speaks out. And Jesus says to the demon, go away, get out of that person. Interestingly, the demon said to Jesus, I know who you are. And that's what made Jesus say, get out of that person. Well, all of those readings seemed to be confusing to me and were things that I wrestled with through the week until I thought about letting my imagination run just a little bit wild and try to think about what God might really be inviting us to consider today. First of all, as I then thought about it, I'm not always pleased to think about God seeing me as I really am or doing the things that I am doing. Sometimes I don't want to hear God directly because I know that God is always calling me to be the best person I can be and trusts that I can be that. And there are moments when I'm simply not sure I want to do that. When I settle for what I think is right, when I think I know better than God what I should be doing, if I just follow the laws, if I just do what other people tell me, then I'll be able to be right and good and just. And yet God speaks to our deepest, most being and says to us that we need not be afraid of coming close to God because God sees us as we really are capable of so much more than we're sometimes willing to do. God sees straight into us and there sees God's own image 
and asks us to be the kind of people who others can see as the presence of God in the world. Am I willing to always do that? Are you willing to always be someone that other people look at as a reflection of God in the world? At our best, we'd like to be, but in our ordinary moments, are we still that way? Paul says we shouldn't be distracted from that call to be all that we can possibly be in the sight of God and with grace to one another. Paul is not telling us that marriage isn't a good thing or that people are distracted by other people. Paul is simply reminding us that it's easy to get lost in another person unless I see that person as God's image to me and I treat that person with the kind of respect and goodness and love that God has the right to demand because each person is made in God's image, just like I am. And I need not to be distracted by less than the best of what people are called to be. And then we get to this gospel where it seems as though the only person who really knew who Jesus was was that person possessed by the demon because the demon saw Jesus in all of his goodness and it frightened him so much that when Jesus said, leave, the demon quickly left. We don't know what happened to the individual who was possessed by the demon. We don't hear anything more about him. But I'd like to trust in my imagination that he suddenly saw not only who Jesus was, but he saw who he was, loved by Jesus beyond measure, loved by God enough to be God's reflection in the world, loved enough to trust that he could do something with his Jewish sisters and brothers, with his other religious people, that God would have wanted him to do. And the prophet that Jesus was spoke to the man who needed him. The prophet, just as was described in the first reading, when the people asked for a prophet from God rather than just a direct message. Because sometimes God's message to us is just too much to believe. We are loved so much that we can make a significant difference in the world. We are loved so much that we can put right the world that seems wrong so often. We are loved so much right now that we can make a difference in the world and we can challenge the people around us, yes, even our leaders and those people who choose for us who our leaders should be, to choose the right way of living, a way that is good and gracious and filled with care for other people, not settling for an easy answer. None of us is to be possessed by the kind of demon that settles for being less than we should be. All of us are called, even on this ordinary Sunday, as we live out our lives of faith, to be better than we think we are, to see ourselves as God sees us, to not be separated from the love of God or the presence of God, but rather to see with clear eyes and to hear with open ears that we are the beloved. We are welcome. All are welcome not only in this place, 
but in our hearts as we strive to be God's presence in the world. 